Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, February 24th, 2022. This episode of the Ether is brought to you by Talus. Talus Protocol is the NFT platform for independent artists on Terra. Talus helps to provide artists with the tools and resources needed to transition from traditional art into the NFT world. With their V1 launch coming soon, Talus will be the place to see real-world art reflected on Terra. Be sure to join their Telegram and follow Talus on Twitter for updates on their roadmap, validator, and other Talus news. Find your next favorite artist on talus.art. This episode of the Ether is also brought to you by Orbital Command, a community validator on Terra dedicated to educating, expanding, and promoting the lunatic community. Follow Orbital Command on Twitter using the link in the show notes to receive regular threads on Terra protocols and yield strategies, news, resources, and Twitter space discussions. You can also support their community efforts by considering them next time you're delegating or redelegating your Luna. Find out more at orbitalcommand.io. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. Today on the Ether, we have the Dystope AI AMA hosted by Orbital Command. Let's take a listen. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Welcome, welcome. Just getting uh, Dr. Das going up here. We'll wait for some other people to uh, shuffle in and then we'll, we'll get started. Sounds good. Um, from our end, we've also got Mikachu joining from his personal account as well. Sounds good. Can you hear us, uh, Dr. Vasco? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me now? Yep. Yeah, beautiful. So thank you for getting that uh, all sorted there, Zion. Welcome, Dystope AI, and welcome, everybody, who is about to uh, jump on in the next few minutes here. We've got uh, Mikachu coming on. Who were the others, sorry, there, that you were going to bring on? Uh, yeah, so you've got Uncle Davo uh, from Dystope AI. Yep. Uh, and then Rosie Ain't Dead should be joining us, uh, I think, with Mikachu as well. Fantastic. And so what I might do is just do like a real sort of quick introduction uh, about why I decided to get you guys on to the chat today. And, um, and then I'll let you sort of run us through a bit of the history about what you, you know, what, how you got started, what you've been doing, what's on the roadmap. Um, and then we'll go, you know, through a few questions and then some people can ask some questions of their own a bit later on in the call. Um, but I actually, oh, I don't know if you can hear that. That is the rain outside my window. Shut that. Wow, that's torrential. Um, yeah, so Dystope AI, you guys caught my eye about a week ago. Um, and I look, I think I'm probably pretty late to the party when it comes to discovering you. But um, this whole idea of art being able to create more art with AI, I find incredibly fascinating. And so, uh, to anyone who's not heard of Dystope AI, what I might get you to do is. Give us, give us the rundown of, you know, what inspired you guys to start this project? What, what is it exactly? How does it work? And what inspired you to start it? Sure thing. So as a team, we were all pretty interested in, you know, DeFi 
for years now uh, and then sort of discovered NFTs early last year in 2021. Um, what we were really curious about was how we could make digital art and NFTs actually like worth being NFTs, like how we could use that technology, how we could use, you know, collaboration and creativity in ways that, you know, aren't able to be done in traditional art. And so Mikachu and, you know, another member of the team, Walter D. Hill, they were both in the AI space and experimenting with AI art for, for years now. And so we were really interested in bringing that to NFTs and in particular, bringing that to Terra, where there was a huge community feel, lots of collaboration happening between NFT projects and even DeFi projects. Uh, so we really saw AI as a way to, you know, bridge NFT projects together and really harness creativity. So essentially, the AI is able to take text and turn that into images. So all of our collection that you see on Luart are based on text from our law, uh, where we've created a world where the moon has disappeared and the world is thrown into an apocalypse. So I guess, you know, a key part of the project that um, has just kicked off, you know, over the past month in February is the ability for any of our holders um, of the 750 NFTs to create their own AI art um, every month. So they can morph NFTs they hold into something else, create something from scratch. And there's also different types of things available for people of, you know, uh, that hold uh, dystopia pieces of different rarity. So things like uh, infinite zooms, duo infinity zooms. These are all new things that we've sort of brought to the um, AI art space in NFTs, um, which people have been really excited about. Uh, I think, you know, while AI is a key part of our project and allows us to really collaborate in, in really creative ways with people, um, it's worth mentioning that we've got a lot more planned and we've already been doing things to explore our law, uh, and that's really kicking off in the next uh, couple of weeks as well. So, yeah, we're an AI art project um, that does a lot more than AI art. Yeah, fascinating and really, really cool. So, I, if I've got this right, because you've only got was it seven hundred fifty? I think was the number seven hundred fifty uh, original pieces that enable users to create more. Is that the right number? Yeah, so we released 750 pieces uh, back in January, uh, and those are the, the pieces that are able to create um, new art every month. Okay, so the art that's being created is it's like static. That can't create new art. So ideally, the incentive there is for people, there's a certain, I guess, uh, scarcity around the fact that there's only 750 as the project grows and evolves and more people become aware of it. If they're wanting to have these self-regenerating art pieces, they're going to need to own one of the 750 uh, original pieces. Yeah, that's right. So it's it's a super sort of scarce, rare uh, collection. Um, so there's been a lot of demand to get these pieces um, on Luat, which we've been really thankful for the, the support. Um, and then, yeah, you're right. So these these monthly pieces won't be able to spawn their own, you know, monthly morphs, but we do have utility planned for them um, further down the road. So it's not just like we're creating them uh, and letting them be. Uh, we're doing a lot of things, you know, both as a project um, to give them utility, but then also giving all commercial rights 
to the people that create the images. So if they wanted, they could mint them on other blockchains. Otherwise, we allow people to um, list them on Luart. We've got a special deal with Luart where we can um, host all our monthly morph collections there. Um, but, you know, I think the utility of these things, just, you know, user-created utility is is really quite new in this space. Like people can, you know, sell these on to content creators because, you know, we're able to make video NFTs. Uh, they could create their own collections and we're starting to see community organize around, you know, creating sub collections and, um, you know, stacking their monthly morphs to, to release something. And yeah, that freedom of, of IP rights and commercial rights, uh, something that we think is in the spirit of web three. And then also something that, you know, AI uh, especially lends itself to, um, and just as well, we've got Mikachu on the call. If we could promote him to speaker so he can chime in, uh, that'd be great. Let's bring it, Mikachu up. I'm just gonna. Yeah, I already make sent it. him. I I sent him a speaker request, but I don't think he accepted it. Right, I'll just send another one just to back it up. Um, okay, wow. So there's a few moving parts here. Obviously, we're talking. You know. Just a second ago, you nodded to the fact that there's going to be potential for like video NFTs and things like that. We'll get, we'll come back to that. That sounds super exciting in itself. Um, firstly, actually, let's just jump into Luart for a second because Luart's also relatively new. Um, and from what you know, from what I'm seeing, I think they're doing a lot of things right. I'm just curious to know what you know, what encouraged you or your team to you know, choose to work with Luart. Yeah, so we are really close to the founders of the Hellcats um, and, you know, they had only positive things to say about Luart. They were the first um, partner that Luart sort of premiered. The other thing was like we got onto a call with Luart like early December before they launched where Aston took us to the uh, took us through the vision and sort of the, the business plan for Luart in the long term. And I think you know, what they're doing to gamify NFTs and offer a really smooth experience for users. So, you know, starting small and making sure that features are ready to go before shipping them. Like that's the minimum, but then also thinking through user rewards and uh, loyalty incentives and things like the lure power and loot boxes and things like that are really things that haven't been done in uh, a lot of marketplaces. And, you know, our project and a lot of the projects we're seeing at the moment are different because we have utility baked into them. Um, a lot of the projects on Luat have utility baked into them. But I, I can imagine a world in which, you know, you're a small creator of art and, you know, it it might not be that you can offer utility or, you know, be able to drum up some of the volume that bigger projects can do uh, if you're doing like a small capsule collection as an independent artist but having these uh adjacent loyalty schemes and utility on the marketplaces side really is exciting and something that you know hasn't been done before so we were really keen to partner with Luat just because we thought the idea really worked in the long term and we wanted to be associated with them so yeah we were the third project to list there and it was a really smooth mint um all of the launches have been really smooth uh and even working with the team and sort of you know, um, being close to the team and being able to say, hey, like, this is what we want to do with monthly morphs. This is what we want to do with collaborations. Um, you know, they're able to sort of help us out and, and ship these things for us. 
I love that you've been able to yeah, be obviously early to the game in that regard to that platform. And, you know, I'm, I'm just scrolling through at the moment. The uh, user experience is quite nice. Your the, the artwork, let's just get to the artwork first and foremost. The desktop AI, you know, it's awesome. I'm scrolling through now and I'm looking at all these sort of futuristic cities and weird abstract uh, situations with like, I don't know, tentacles flying in deserts and all sorts of weird looking things. Um, like how did the original pieces come about? Like who, who how, many, how many people were working on them? Where, where did the ideas come from? Yeah, so I wish I could take credit for the art. I love the art. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is all AI generated. Everything you see there is completely generated um, using artificial intelligence and using just text prompts that we have from our law. So we've created that world where the moon disappears and have a story behind, um, well, each NFT, but then also have created like a world of five regions across different timelines, across different properties. And so uh, like, like every image has, its, has like a, a sentence of law that created that image. Um, and so it's all AI generated. We did this in a team of four. Um, we're using open source libraries, so some from OpenAI, that we've um, sort of tweaked and you know created data pipelines to do this at scale, and so you know we launched this to the public, you know, um, and promoted it to the public in November uh, of last year. So it's been a while that we've been in the space, um, but we really just wanted to, uh, and because we were the sort of first project doing this, like we really wanted to you know, in collaboration to show what we could do. Um, so, and show that we could do things at scale and just using text, like we've said. Um, so the whole time have just been tweaking things, uh, refining, improving things. So, um, yeah, all AI generated and it's all sort of a work in progress as well. Like we're really committed to tweaking things, adding new benefits to our holders. So, yeah. And I know actually like this is Oh, you go. Hey, um, Mikachu here. This could be a good time for me to chime in. Sorry, I had some technical issues with becoming a speaker today, um, but you can hear me now, right? Absolutely. Go for it, Mikachu. Perfect. Because, um, yeah, I might just add on a couple of things about the uh, AI art um, that uh, we were just talking through. So there's a, there's a really cool community that's sprung up around AI art just in the last couple of years, because it's kind of an insane concept to go from the sort of data science stuff being done with machine learning to using that to create art. Um, and there are a whole bunch of seminal projects done by really cool researchers in the space. Um, but basically there are now like a bunch of uh, kind of primitives that have been created by important organizations that you can put together to do really cool stuff. So one, one really important one for us that's quite interesting to talk about is a model called Clip, which was done by OpenAI, which is the like San Fran AI charity started by Sam Altman and Elon Musk and some others who are really about creating AI models that they make available to everyone to use on whatever they want to do. What their Clip model does is captions images and it's the best model in the world that's publicly, publicly available for doing that. Why is that useful to us? It's because we can basically use it backwards and do something super computationally intensive, where instead of asking it to put a caption on an image, we do that hundreds of thousands or millions of times and basically run neural network training 
on the pixels inside an image and so that we change the image until clip thinks that it's captioning something and that's basically how the process is working in the back end for us to do AIR. so i can i can go more into that and some of the fun things we've had to learn about high performance computing platforms if you're interested but, please um, do okay um so a couple a couple more bits that are kind of fun so doing that process right is uh basically training neural networks which is famously um incredibly computationally intensive so this is not something that you can run on your home computer um if we've got any gamers on the line you'll know that um normal high-powered gpus like um nvidia rtx like 3080s and 3090s can get up to about 16 gigs of vram these days that's not enough for us because we need to be able to hold and you're on that look with every pixel of the image in memory all at once. And so, it's a, so the memory is a hard cap on how big our images can be. So we're using NVIDIA A100s with 40 gigabytes of VRAM on these like massive servers that we use through Google Cloud Platform. Um, and so we spit up a whole bunch of these and then it can take um, between five minutes and an hour for any given piece of art for the AI to go through that process of back propagating using using OpenAI Clip to create. I'll pause there. That was quite the uh, quite 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 the brain dump of um, what's really going on behind the disturbing AI art. Sorry, I just realised my my mic was on mute. Um, incredible. The, so you guys, this is like really incredible stuff. And I've not I've got no point of reference. You know, I I don't know any other projects that are doing something similar. I'm wondering if there was or if there is something that inspired it, something that was, is there any sort of anything akin to this that already exists or is, are you guys doing, you know, is this, is this a first, like what's, what's the situation there? So my, my personal original inspiration wasn't about NFTs. Um, I got into this kind of separately to uh, bring it to NFTs, um, have since found out that there are other people doing different things with AI art and NFTs. Um, Cause there's a, this world is expanding really quickly and um, big players like um, Adobe are now like releasing and NVIDIA themselves actually are releasing some quite cool tools, um, making the stuff more accessible. And so more and more people are doing stuff. Um, I might let Uncle Devo speak to if other projects that have been inspiration to us, but yeah, there, it's definitely a community that's growing and we're excited about that. We don't see it as, um, as a, as a space that's limited just because we're using AI art, it's a tool that you can use to create whatever you want. Yeah. Um, yeah. So AI art, yeah, it, it's new, but it's been growing. And so, you know, when we were building this, we, we were doing it, you know, outside of the lens of NFTs initially, and then thought, yeah, we can marry the two and bring things to the terror community that we love. Uh, but, you know, some projects, I think there were two projects that come to mind on ETH and Solana. So one was Eponym, uh, and then uh, I forget the, the the name of the other one eludes me. And and since there have been a few that um, that are coming up, even on Terra, there are, there are a couple of smaller ones coming up um, that are just, you know, having art that's AI generated or, you know, putting a spin on things another way. Uh, we're the first project to build a world using AI art and then let people additionally create um, new pieces of art every month with with um, with AI. And I think what we're really interested in is, number one, like how can we do things that are 
technically innovative. So creating those videos of infinity zooms, uh, which are already out and sort of released to the public, which are pretty bleeding edge. But then also like figuring out how is it furthering the world that we've created and that narrative and how are we letting community contribute and really shape the world that we've created and get some value and utility out of it. So yeah, we're all massive nerds <laughs> and like it's really fun to come up with new ideas on products that we can create for our holders. And, you know, a little bit of alpha is there will be a new type of morph uh, for our holders coming out uh, for our next monthly morph kicking up, uh, kicking off on the 1st of March. But we're also interested in how to do it in a meaningful way. And that means exploring the world that we've created together as a community. And that's really going to be our focus for the next month, especially. Right. So when you say there's a new monthly morph, and thanks for dropping a little bit of alpha there, I love that, it's considering this is called the alpha hour. Um, when we're talking about a new monthly morph, how is that going to be different from what already exists? What's the, what's the difference there? Yeah, so it's different types of monthly morphs, uh, different types of morphs that we've um, been designing. So, you know, the classic is to be able to take text and receive an image or to take an image or an NFT, uh, provide it with some text. So, for example, your Lunar Bull, you, we could say uh, a cyborg um, and we, as the text, and then we could get uh, that bull morphed into a cyborg. Or we could use the properties of your bull, so the, how it looks visually, and then tell it to turn into a futuristic space city, uh, and it could do that as well. And that's something that we've you know demoed for our holders and for community for months now. What we've also done as well, uh, and in the past, you know, five, six weeks, is create other types of things we can do. So we have these videos called Infinity Zooms, um, which you can find on our Twitter page, where it's constantly zooming into this sort of landscape or scene. It's like this really trippy visual. Uh, and then we have Infinity Zoom duos, which do that and then change scene. Uh, and then even these sort of... Um, lap time lapse morphs as well so we have different things and different products if you will that we've created with the ai and you know when i talk about uh, a new type of product for our monthly morph uh, it just means that for different holders we have different types of morphs available for them so we have traits that are called secrets uh, and at the moment we've released um, these products for secret holders but the next um, type of product we release will be for another attribute in our collection. So, yeah, that's that's all I can say about that for now. Okay, there's I think I've had you go. Sorry. Oh, there's a, there's a one extra anecdote I can offer uh, for some color uh, Devo saying we've got a sec. Um, so, just a story from inside our team. When we initially minted, what we actually promised was basically that there will be only one kind of monthly morph. Um, the, everything we announced about the um, utility uh, being different for the different traits was actually just a, entirely a postman idea of us over delivering on doing cool stuff for the community. Um, and so we um, we basically realized that there are these other super cool products that we can do, and we're like, it would be terrible not to share them. And so it massively increased the uh, complexity of the monthly morph, but our community has been really, really loving it, and that's been super cool. Okay, so I just want to check in and just make sure that I'm understanding this correctly. 
when you're saying that, so for example, for you've got the uh, the city space or the uh, infinity zooms or you know these different features, as the user who's trying to execute the morph, do I choose which one of those I want to use and then import like a sequence of random words to influence the result that comes out with that specific feature? Yeah, look, that's exactly right. Um, oh, you you only get access to some of those products based on the traits of your Disturb AI Genesis Collection NFT, though. So it's our rarest ones that have secrets are the ones who get access to those infinity zooms. It's unfortunately not something that we can make available to everyone. And part of the reason for that is every frame in those infinity zooms is doing a new... Um, AI image, and so the amount of compute time to create them is absolutely insane. Um, but and so that's why we can't make that available to everyone. But if you so if you have a secret, you go into the kind of monthly morph uh, kind of form flow. Um, once that's released at the start of the month, you go through and you get you get shown the options that you can create and what they might look like, and then it kind of helps you along with writing a prompt that can influence what the output would look like. And we encourage people not to do just a sequence of random words. It works best with um, kind of a short sentence. If you're creating something from scratch, you can be relatively specific. If you're um, morphing another NFT, um, we get you to describe in just like a few words a style that you want to go for, um, because then what we'll aim to do is change your NFT into that style. Um, and then, yeah, you get to the end and then wait and see what comes out. This is mental. So in theory, I could... I could put in a sequence of words. Like I know that you said, obviously you want to have some sort of cohesion with the words and not have them be super random. But in theory, I could put in, you know, I don't know, Justin Bieber space monkey. And <laughs> yeah, it will make a Justin Bieber space monkey version in some weird abstract way of whatever I've put in. Yeah. So, so we're getting deep here. I can tell you that particular prompt is going to be a little bit tricky. Um, Cause doing, um, kind of pop culture specific uh, items can be quite hard. Um, the AI is not all knowing, unfortunately, just yet, but maybe that's a good thing for humanity. Um, but um, if you were to, yeah, just put it, put in like that description, that's completely right. You would get some, something out and it would be what the AI thinks that looks like. And the other workaround that we sort of did early on as we were marketing to soap AI is to, you know, for your example, you could provide it, provide the AI with a picture of Justin Bieber to start with and, you know, provide the input monkey, the text to sort of morph it. And then it would use that initial picture of Justin Bieber and then make him look more and more like a monkey. Um, so morph it in that way. So that it's the cool thing about our monthly morphs, like already our community is coming up with cool ways to use it and is figuring out what works, what might not. Um, and it's just going to get better over time as well. So, yeah, we're, we're super keen. Like, there have been some really creative um, uses. Like, one of my favorites is a guy just, one of our holders just provided a picture of a burger and then morphed it into a cyberpunk and it just looks insane. Um, but <laughs> another guy, like, used a line chart of, of the price of Luna and then transformed that into a cityscape. Um, there are just so many cool things you can do. It, yeah, yeah. That, that final one, it kind of looks like a, um, it's, it's a cityscape. It's just kind of the line of the skyline follows the 
graph the price of Luna, which is kind of crazy and would have been really hard to do if you were to try to do that art manually. I wish you guys could actually see my face right now. I'm I'm sitting here <laughs> and my like if you can imagine what a mind being blown looks like, that's literally what my face is like as you guys are talking. Um okay, so <laughs> with is there a limit to how many let's say that I've got an original dystope AI and I want to morph it. Is there a limit on how many morphs I can do? Could, could I, you know, yeah, how many morphs could I do with one piece? Is there a limit? Yeah, so e- each piece can you do one monthly morph. Um, so one morph a month. Um, okay. Different Hence traits have yeah. those different um, properties. So the apex predator trait, for example, can do two a month. Or if you own like the inner sanctum trait that's a different type of morph for example so one of those video morphs um so there are nuances there but in general it's one morph per month right and so and you said that there is well there's some sort of secondary market or there's some sort of marketplace where you're specifically selling the morphs separate from the uh genesis collection is that on lua like i'm just scrolling through lua trying to find it yeah, so they're about to be dropped um, by Luat. We're just waiting on confirmation from the Luat team to to do that. Um, so yeah, they'll be fully tradable on Luat if people opt in for that option. They've also got the option of just receiving the raw files and minting it on another blockchain or another marketplace, and that way they can control the royalties, for example, or they can you know even sell it not as an NFT. So for the video morphs in particular you might be able to sell them to content creators to use in their videos or musicians to use in their videos, um, you know, which is something we've already sort of collaborated with um, a musician in our community to make a quick um, clip with AI art. Um, so, yeah, those, those possibilities um, are there. Uh, I guess the easiest option for our community is to use Luat um, because of that, you know, easy-to-use platform uh, and, like, you know, a lot of Dystope AI eyes being there but there's also that flexibility to go other ways if people want as well i'd say more than it just being the easiest i think you're uh, being a little humble there uh, uncle Devo. um I, I just i think there's actually a, a really cool thing that's perhaps one of the most powerful bits of the monthly morphs um in that luard collection so there are I- anyone can create ai art but just like anyone can mint their own photograph as an nft if it's not part of a collection and there's no way for users and possible buyers to um, see the collection, interact with it, and actually make offers to purchase it, then it's incredibly hard for them to have value um, because they basically would have to create value on their own as opposed to the collection creating value. So what we're enabling by having, and we don't know the exact timeline, but hopefully it's going to be sometime soon, having a monthly morph uh, season one collection on Luart, not only does it mean that our holders get airdrop the actual NFT of their image, but it means that it is part of that collection and they can actually list it for sale on Luart. And so if anyone wants to go buy a Disturb AI Monthly Morph Season 1 NFT, there's a place to go to do that. And we think that that experience is going to be a really big difference maker between what we're doing here and what anyone else can really has the capability of doing and it's going to be super exciting for the community plus the ones that are airdropped on low art we're hoping to give some utility to in the future obviously not anywhere near the sort of ongoing utility that the genesis collection will have 
But uh, yeah, that is an alpha that we're happy to drop that. There will be some reasons it could be good to hold those NFTs that have been created by our community. This is amazing. Um, okay. And so the other question I had, there's two questions I've got sitting in my mind. So one is, so I collect uh, what are called fluff worlds. Um, and one of the things that I've loved about them is I've received airdrops based on certain traits that I've had, um, you know, certain backgrounds uh, based on one of the fluffs having, you know, a pair of like cyber glasses or something like that. Is that also going to be something that'll be available to people, like regardless of whether or not they're participating in the monthly morphs? Is there the possibility that people may even receive some airdrops of some sort just for having certain traits? Yeah, so we do have a lot planned for a lot of the traits in our collection. At the moment, we've announced things for, you know, some of those um, attributes that are in the secret bucket of traits uh, and for apex predators. But more and more is going to be revealed about exactly, um, you know, the different features of each of the um, attributes we have. Like, we're a collection of 750 one-of-one pieces. Like, um, it's not formulaic. A lot of these were refined and refined and refined over time to get to the 750 we've created. And so, as well as having a story behind them, um, we do have utility planned. On airdrops, um, I can't. I won't rule um, airdrops for different traits out. I'm not going to confirm it either. I won't give you that much. But um, in terms of airdrops, already we've done some massive collaborations to give our community airdrops. Uh, we did, um, you know, 600 something NFTs with the Hellcats, where we gave our holders Twitter banners based on their cats, and they were able to create a scene from hell using the AI. Uh, so those will be airdropped on Luat soon, and the results are already out there for community. And, you know, we regularly do things with projects uh, for our holders. So as well as monthly morphs, um, you know, because AI makes it so so easy to collaborate, we're, re- we're one of the projects that I guess, you know, per holder are able to give so many perks in terms of whitelists or free NFTs or, um, you know, even those airdrops like with the Hellcats as well. So, yeah, airdrops are, are, are definitely something we can do. Yeah, I'm just more impressed the more you guys keep talking. The Okay, and so, <laughs> so, all right, the videos. Tell us about the videos for a second. The NFT That's videos. Fast. That's the, the the Zoom videos. Uh, is it is that the same thing that you were talking about before, Uncle Davo? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so the special monthly morph videos, the Zoom videos. Uh, oh, is that, that's the Infinity probably. Zoom. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Are, are yeah, there other I, types I, of videos? I, I guess, yeah. So, so just so just to clarify, like I guess there are in the monthly morph, everyone has the option of doing still images. People with secrets get the option of doing some kinds of videos. There are three kinds of videos that we do. One is time-lapse of the AI doing its process of creating the image. And so that kind of just goes from some fuzzy noise um, to turning them into the image over about eight seconds. And they're quite, quite cool. Um, But the super secret holders um, get zooming videos, which is where um, it's kind of like an almost infinitely looping video of infinitely zooming into the middle of the image. And the AI is just kind of building out the scene as we zoom. And so as it gets further and further in, like you just keep seeing more, um, it provides a really cool effect. And then the third and final video is an infinite zoom, but where you get to put in two different prompts and actually have it change the scene halfway through. Okay. 
So uh-huh. that's a lot okay. of detail. Like, and no, this is more detail than any one holder ever has to deal with because whenever any individual person goes into the like monthly morph process, they'll be told you have a secret. You can do a still image or this particular kind of video that's available to you. But what I just went through are the videos like a- available across all of the different traits. And with with that infinite zoom or infinity zoom, is that literally just constantly creating a new? Is new details like forever, or is it? Is there like a time lim- a time limit sort of loop? Uh, it, it only it's like a ten second clip that loops. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I think I found what you're talking about. I'm just scrolling down your Twitter. I can see there's a retweet from Quetzaling, whoever Quetzaling is, and it's probably like seven seconds in length. I think I know what you're talking about now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Very and, cool. Uh, yeah, the cool thing to mention is like. Twitter doesn't do it justice. Like it just compresses them. So it looks a bit grainier, but um, yeah, like we have the upscaled versions that we've sent out to holders and then the NFTs themselves will be high res. So yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, this is awesome. Um, look, what I'll do, we're now 35 minutes in. Let's, with the next sort of 20 minutes here, we'll open up the floor. I'm sure there are some people listening who want to ask some questions of their own. So I'll put out the invitation now. If you are a listener, and you are interested in jumping up as a speaker, asking uh, Mikachu or Uncle Davo some questions about what's going on. And while we're waiting for people to put their hands up, as far as the, you know, the you said it's very easy to collaborate because because you're an AI group. Um, I'd just be curious, are there any key collaborations that you're currently looking at or that you think would be good collaborations for Disto? That, oh, that already. Um, so our, our all-time favorite two collaborations well sorry my all-time favorite two collaborations are the hellcats and astroverse um for the hellcats as uncle Dave mentioned we did scenes from hell and do these incredible twitter banners that um every single one of them really does look like a scene from hell and i am a huge fan of those um and my second favorite collaboration we've done is with astroverse so i don't know if you're, you're familiar with that project but they have um they got planets that they created. Um, and what we created for them was the surface of their planets. And so they have a, a zooming video that's a little different to the infinity zooms that our um, holders get in the monthly morph. It, but it a uh, similar concept. It zooms into their planet and then shows you the surface of the planet. Um, and we actually committed that we did, we did a bunch of them uh, a couple of months back, but we also committed that post-mint dual holders of Dystop AI and Astroverse NFTs would all be able to create one because it was a competition thing originally. So all our dual holders get to create an um, Astroverse Zoom video, and we're going to be um, launching and releasing those very, very soon. Um, and they're going to be super, super cool. With the alpha. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Got to keep people happy in the alpha hour. Um, yeah, and so that'll be really cool. We haven't announced that one actually, so that's something special for the Spaces listeners. Um, you know, a couple of other things I can drop as well are that we're going to do some cool things with the Skeleton Punks who are just about to mint on Lua uh, later tonight. Uh, and then, you know, essentially pretty much all um, moderately sized projects and art uh, on Terra where sort of in conversations with and, you know, really friendly with um, just because we've been in the space for months and months now before we even minted. Um, so, yeah, definitely, definitely stay tuned. Um, we've got 
I'm looking at our list of uh, upcoming collabs over the next six weeks, and there's a lot there, and there are a lot that I'm really excited about. So, um, yeah, definitely stay tuned. Give us a follow if you haven't already on Twitter and join our Discord, because as well as doing things for our holders, from time to time we bring um, non-holders in as well and allow them to play with the AI and do things, and that's really stepping up. Um, in the month of March too. So definitely come through. Amazing. Mandivs has a question here. Let's get Man. if you can hear me. Mandivs Dimedici. Hey. Hi, how are you guys? Thank you for uh, letting me speak here. I just have a couple of questions like this monthly um, mint um, for the existing um, holder, how it's going to work? Like can just uh, somebody can go to the site and mint it? after connecting the wallet or how does it work? Is it like one per mint or if you have two uh, holders, like one person holding two items, is it one per item or two can be minted using different images or how does it work exactly works? Yeah, so it's it's one per item, uh, one per Disturb AI uh, Genesis collection NFT. So if you've got more than one Disturb AI Genesis collection NFT, you basically go to the tool of twice if you have two or more times if you have more. Um, you don't actually currently have to connect your wallet to the tool, um, but this security comes from the fact that we will only be airdropping them to the actual wallet addresses of our holders, and the um, form was only made available to people who um, had authenticated that they had a Disturb AI NFT. And you said only Genesis meant like if somebody bought out of secondary, that won't be eligible? Oh, no, no. So if you, if you buy a Disturb AI Genesis Collection NFT in the secondary market, you're absolutely eligible as long as you hold it um, for the full amount of time of the Disturb AI monthly morph. Um, I was just distinguishing that the Genesis Collection, which is our 750 NFTs, get that utility, but monthly morph um, NFTs... Um, are tradable but don't come with that utility so if you buy like what someone else created with the monthly morph that one doesn't entitle you to go create your own oh okay got it got it so is there a like uh, how to morph this thing like monthly morph is something you can offering uh, you are offering right from the website or someone has to go somewhere specifically do something and then you are eligible um all the information is on discord and so we, we, we probably will actually create uh, more documentation on the website over time, but uh, right right now we encourage all our holders to go read about it on Discord. Well, only on Discord? So if, I, if I'm not on Discord, I, I'm not eligible? Uh, that, that, so you don't have to kind of stay on Discord, but yeah, the information is currently there. That's actually quite interesting. We haven't heard any holders um, talk about not being on Discord, but so do you, you, you don't use Discord? No, I use the Discord, but I'm not in Disturb AI um, Discord. That's why. Oh, got it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, so the easiest way is definitely to just, just join our, our Discord to see that information, but we'll be putting it up more on the website over time. Yeah, and really recommend joining our Discord. Um, the way it works as well is on the first of every month, um, to our holders on Discord, so people that have verified <laughs> that they hold a Disturb AI piece, we release the form and people have five days to fill that out. Uh, we then go away and generate the images, refine them, um, and then sort of release them to the public. So yeah, there's, there's 
time to do that as well. So you've got five days. So it's not like you have to stay peeled and it's like a super um, difficult process. We've set up a really robust form with um, log- like you know easy explanations and examples of how to morph and the different morph types available. Uh, so yeah, definitely recommend coming into the Discord. So only two people per month? That's what I heard. Uh, no, so it's all 750 Dystope AI NFTs. So the ones that you're seeing on Lua that we call our Genesis collection, every single one of those will be able to mint uh, or to morph a new NFT every month. So that's, you know, 750 a month. Oh, okay. And you said some, something about filing a form. So I was just curious, uh, was that a different thing or it's the same thing? Yeah, so the form is what we use to collect all the inputs. So, you know, because you can submit images that you morph or you submit text or you do both, um, we've set up a form that, you know, makes that easy for our users and our holders to to do. Got it. Thank you very much. Great question. Yeah, because I was wondering something similar, guys. I was I was scrolling down your website and I was on Luart. I'm like, where would I even morph these? And so with... You know, I've got a bit of a love-hate relationship with Discord. Um, Mostly that, I love that you can get some great information there. Uh, I just hate how overwhelming it can be. It's just a lot of noise, I feel. And um, and so I tend to avoid them wherever I can. Um, And so having the... I'm reaching 100 server limits, so I need to decide, like, which one I have to exit to join yours. (laughs) That's the dilemma I'm in right now. And I really hate the price listing thing and all. So I just keep those projects now going on, you know, no more whitelisting, no more, you know, do something, do the X, do Y, do Z, not interested, skip to the next one. That's what I'm following. <laughs> yeah. It has to be done, you know, otherwise yeah. like it's a waste of time and then nothing. Yeah. Look, I've seen, I've seen some pretty funny memes talking about the, you know, uh, the challenges of trying to get a, a whitelist spot for a for a project and uh they, they give me a good laugh fortunately i was actually lucky speaking of skeleton punks i was lucky to get on a whitelist spot i don't even know how i got on it to be honest i think i might have uh, shared something on twitter but uh so the fact that you're doing something with them that's exciting um but yeah that's to, to wrap up what i was saying a second ago it was around just the communication i think it would be really cool to have uh that information really clearly or the documentation really accessible on the uh, on the website too for those People like myself who don't frequent Discord a great deal. Yeah, definitely. I think um, as we do the monthly morphs, um, you know, we, we post on Twitter about it quite a bit, but you're right in that the website is a great place to host that content. Um, so definitely something we can do. I think um, in terms of integrating wallet connectivity into the website, something that, you know, we can look at as well, but... Um, yeah, I, I in terms of more alpha to drop, March is going to be really huge for us uh, in exploring the law uh, of Dystope AI, and this will this will take our project to to some really both like uh, like a level technologically in the NFT space that um, you probably haven't seen before, and this will happen, you know, late March, early April, uh, and will really change the direction of this project. So. I think if anyone is looking to get into Dystope AI, probably need to get in soon because things are going to kick up a gear in the next month. Um, and it's it's something that we've been 
hinting towards for a while now and like a few people have dm me asking if they if they've got it and you know a couple of people are close um but yeah it, it's going to be a really exciting month yeah that's amazing um you you don't have to you know i'm gonna <laughs> you have to convince me i'm definitely gonna be grabbing one of these uh disturb ai's i think the whole concept is phenomenal and i think you guys are executing really well and it's awesome to hear as well you know i was very surprised to hear that you're all all you are all all you are all from this part of the world, the same part of the world, uh, the south from where I'm from as well. So um, I, I'm always surprised when I hear people in crypto that are from Australia. I don't know why, but I just am. And also potentially New Zealand is the other accent I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, hang on. Hang on, hold on. Probably when we're conversations with people on the other side of the world, uh, they, they definitely don't get that nuance. But um, no, I am uh, originally a New Zealander and have been in Sydney for a little while now. Sure, sure. Um, look, here's what we'll do. I'm getting a message from uh, Zion at Orbital Command just because we have uh, Orbital Command is the actual host of the space. I'm going to aim to wrap this up in the next seven minutes. So in the next seven minutes, is there any information that you guys want to make sure that everyone's really clear on um, any places that you want to direct people? Um, just any last minute sort of things that you want to put forward? Sure. I think the biggest thing for anyone listening is to join our Twitter, which is dystopai underscore NFT. Uh, and through that, follow the link in bio to access our Discord. Now, whether you're a holder or not, uh, whether you're interested in AI art or not, over the next five to six weeks, different things will be introduced to this project that haven't been done in the NFT world or in general, like they just haven't been done. And in six weeks, uh, it'll make sense. Right now, like people probably don't know what I'm talking about, or this, you know, might just be, um, you know, there might be a lot of confusion, but in six weeks, uh, it'd be really cool if we could listen back to this, um, or like if people listen back to this and then understand, okay, now it all makes sense. I think the thing to, the thing I, we'd also like to say is that monthly morphs happen at the first of every month. So, what happened last time was that we saw the floor increase um, by almost 50%, if not more, um, after we announced that monthly morphs were kicking off on the first. Uh, and then after the monthly morphs were released to the public and people saw what they could create. So I think if you're looking to get into Dystope AI, uh, my personal opinion and bias, but my personal opinion is now's the time to get in. Obviously not financial advice, but I think now is a great time. So with, with, with what we're planning to do over the next month, if you can get into Dystope AI, get in. If not, really follow our Twitter closely where we'll be dropping uh, more hints, more alpha, more competitions, uh, and then we'll be doing a few big announcements uh, later in March that you really don't want to miss. Make sure anything to add to that one, mate? Um. I, I think uh, Uncle Dev has kind of got it, but one, one, one small thing, um, just to be completely clear with everyone, um, no matter what happens in the Disturb AI universe, the utility of the Disturb AI Genesis collection of just those 750 NFTs is never going to be replicated, and they will remain the only way to access the full utility of monthly morphs. Um, so... Those 750, again, it will always be the thing, no matter what happens next. 
Wow. So only one Genesis collection, no subsequent collections will have the same features, have the same abilities. Exactly. Exactly. We obviously can't comment on uh, what other ways there might be to become a part of the disturbed AI universe, but uh, we can confirm absolutely that we're not suggesting anything that could um, devalue that Genesis collection because we will not be replicating the utility of the Genesis collection. Mate, I'm grin- I've been grinning ear to ear the last five <laughs> minutes here. I've just, I've honestly, I've just, I've got a little dow, little a few mates that we all invest in things together, and I've just said uh, we definitely need to get one of these for our dow. The shit's going to blow up. So I'm, I have a lot of uh, confidence in you guys. I think you guys are executing really well. I think you're great visionaries. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing how this unfolds in future. Um, and I wish you know. I wish you all the best, all the success. Of course, if you need anything, reach out to us. We're always happy to assist wherever we can. Um, but look, it's been it's been an absolute pleasure having you on today. If that's all from you guys, um, I think we might wrap it up there. Does that sound alright? That sounds great. And yeah, likewise, really appreciate you having us on and um, asking some really great questions. Uh, again, always good to talk to someone this side of the world as well. Like it's one p.m., which is really good for us yes. not having to do a call late at yeah. night. Um, but yeah, likewise, like if you guys or anyone else here in the community has some ideas on things we could use um, our AI on or just wants to bounce ideas about something they're working on, um, we're open ears and we have had some great chats with people in the community that are looking to start their own things as well. So definitely shoot us a dm that's fantastic well thank you so much for jumping on thank you to terraspaces for doing what you do guys always recording for anyone who missed the start of this uh, it has been recorded and can be listened to on terraspaces.org uh, we've got some great interviews coming up next week i believe we're chatting with xd so you'll want to catch that one but in the meantime just have ai it's been an absolute pleasure go and have an awesome day everyone thank you so much you too Bye. thank you guys Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Dystope AI AMA hosted by Orbital Command, recorded on Thursday, February 24th, 2022. This episode of The Ether was brought to you by Luart. Luart is the first gamified NFT platform built on the Terra network. Luart provides a seamless minting and trading experience, all while earning you rewards just for being a user. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the community in the Discord server for the most up-to-date news and announcements regarding all the hot new NFT launches, platform upgrades, and new projects hitting the secondary marketplace. Are you ready to put your helmet on and join the movement? Find out more at luart.io. This episode of the Ether was also brought to you by WeFund. WeFund is a community crowdfunding cross-chain incubator on Terra, and it's the first launchpad that implements a milestone funding release system to protect investors. All money raised for projects is deposited in Anchor Protocol, and it's refundable, and all decisions are based on community voting power. WeFund is community-focused and designed to be a user-friendly experience for both project creators and investors. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the Telegram for more information. Links are in the show notes and check them out online at wefund.app. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening.
When I'm cruising, I'm rushing, no booze on my tongue When I'm losing my cool like a bruiser in London The rules are confusing, so let loose the juices And try not to act like they tightened up the noose These fools are abused like a problem stepchild Ruling the coop with some modest exile I'm lost in the cube with the softest textiles A comfy padded room where I'm walking my best miles So wipe the smirk off your face when you're serving I'm up with the platter of bait behind the curtain Up with the curse, it's absurd to swerve it Letting these nerds know the weight was worth it I'll perk it up while I serve with some bullshit This ain't my first rodeo surrounded by humans Opinionated merchants trying to steal your worth It's getting on my nerves so let's make them feel nervous I go tit for tat when I'm spitting this rap shit Getting sick with it like I'm kissing bats It's spreading sickness like a fucking pandemic Gun to my head like write the damn epic My mood is exhumed from the darkest mistakes Sitting down in hell cooking up these mixtapes Living through nightmares and dreamscapes It takes more patience than a hospital police state So lock it down locked and loaded like they come for your guns Fuck no we won't be getting onto that bus Quietly sit back and watch the riot beat While the cops get filmed pirating all your Privacy. Sign on the dotted line and wave your rights and wave goodbye and pay no mind. You gotta wash the brain and erase the time. Now shut the fuck up while we wait in line. Ten spaces.